Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and today I am joined by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course, the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we are live here on Zoom. We're, we're going digital this week. Yeah, why is that, t Zoom. Zoom. Why, is why are that? we going digital? Yeah, that yeah. is because I have tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> mm, gotta love it, man. Oh, no, you don't. You certainly don't. Me and my wife both have it. We've been quarantined. You know what? Tomorrow we are getting a test. Um, they told us to quarantine until I think tomorrow, it's either tomorrow or the next day. We're going to get another test and see if we're, you know, out of it. I hope we are, but yeah, man, let's just start right here. Tell all of our listeners, um, (laughs) if there's any left after our month long hiatus, roughly, uh, we, we we had a few weeks where we did not record because I was moving. Me and my wife finally found a home and there's a lot of work to do. We just couldn't get together to record a podcast. We released a bonus pod where I kind of described that. You guys might have heard that on the Marvel Villain Draft. And in that bonus pod, I gave a uh, comforting promise that we would be back soon. And uh, then I got COVID-19. To make matters worse, last week we actually recorded on Skype an entire hour-long podcast talking about Star Wars. Hour and 10 minutes. Hour and hour 10 and minutes. Hour and 10 minutes, Yeah. And yep. literally Star the, Wars too. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally the recording um, would like not give us the audio. Like it's so hard to describe. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I I tried to edit the video and the audio on like four different applications. Nothing worked. So we officially threw in the towel. And I'm I'm over here praying that Zoom will work so that our listeners can finally get some Royal Geek podcast content, boys. So let's. Let's hope it works. Let's hope this works. So if yeah, you will, it will. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, <laughs> listening to this yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Also, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review, preferably a five star review. Uh, let us know what you think. Also, follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod, and um, yeah, join the royal family. Okay, um, why don't we get into some news, Justin? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let you go first. All right, man. So, uh, Robert Kirkman, uh, best known for the creator of the graphic novel, the walking dead. Um, it was later adapted into a hit TV show, uh, the walking dead. I don't think I've heard I'm sure many of, yeah, I know. Right. I'm sure many of our listeners out there have at least dabbled in that realm. Uh, I think more people would be surprised that it's still going yeah oh yeah um well they still actually haven't even because of covid they still haven't done the season finale of of season 10 yet so everyone's still waiting for that um that's crazy but yeah uh but yeah so robert kirkman has created another uh graphic novel series but it's a superhero one so this is neither dc nor marvel it is robert kirkman's uh own um creation and it's called invincible and it's getting a animated TV show on Amazon Prime. Wow. And the first teaser trailer just released today. So, uh, essentially, uh, the main character, who is a superhero name, is Invincible. 
Uh, he is pretty much like Superman, but this uh, animated show is equally as gory as the Walking Dead TV show and uh, deals with a little bit more mature themes. Um, yeah. So so uh, you might get a little bit of like kind of like the boys, but animated. Um, and the cast is really good too. Um, so, but yeah, anyway, uh, check that out uh, when it comes out on uh, later. I think it's early 2021. So now is it actually going to be about that or is it going to be like when Kirkman, uh, you know, pitched the idea of the walking dead and they're supposed to be aliens. <laughs> uh, this should, this should looks like it's going to follow like a superhero. Uh, not going to veer much from the graphic novel or anything. All like right. That. <laughs> he's, he's got a really creative name too. Just invincible. Just real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I know when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, cool. Pretty generic, whatever. And then, uh, I was watching the trailer and I'm like, okay, this looks like it can be pretty intense and interesting. So definitely excited about, uh, the potential there. So and it plus, it's not in Marvel. It's not DC. So, you know, let's get some fresh, uh, yeah. fresh, fresh content. I didn't even know yeah. there were people were allowed to make comics outside of Marvel and DC. So mm. yeah, I know it should be forbidden, right? <laughs> mm. Looking at you, Dark Horse. Looking at you. Looking at you. No, I'm <laughs> that is news to me. Uh, Anthony, you had some news too. Yeah, uh, mine's kind of like off the wall news. Something that I just came across, and I was just like, I hadn't even thought about this as a possibility until I'd actually heard it might happen. And that is the fact that Whoopi Goldberg is confirming that they will make a sister, sister act three, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> This Which has got to be Disney Plus. Yeah. Is this Disney Plus or okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a ridiculous idea. Like it's just like the idea of it is just like crazy that they're going to be bringing back the cast over such a long period of time. And but it is really cool that they that you know Whoopi Goldberg seems really excited about it, uh, and that you know she's going to be you know kind of like out in front of it so um because lots of times i know sometimes when you have those people come in sometimes it's either like they're kind of reluctant to come back to their role or you know they don't come back to their role at all so it'll be interesting to see that she she seems quite excited about the possibility of coming back for this role so disney plus movies so far are like a hit or miss like they're either really like really good or really bad so um i will reserve judgment until i see it so yeah yeah we've been spending so much time on disney plus lately me and my wife in quarantine <laughs> just really just <laughs> any gems you find any gems on there uh we watched the haunted mansion yesterday ah eddie yeah, murphy eddie murphy take it back man so nice that was enjoyable yeah and then Golly, we've watched Casper. I know that's not on Disney Plus. We watched Casper. Uh, gosh, what else? We've watched a lot of things lately. Man. Casper, uh, the young Leonardo DiCaprio at the end. The friendly ghost. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> um, all right, I got some exciting news. Um, this, I don't, you know, I was going to say this was rumored, but this is actually from IGN. I saw this today. Um, and if IGN's going to post this, I think it's pretty, I think it's confirmed. I did not read the article that they tagged, but basically, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be joining Tom Holland in Spider-Man three. We imagine in the role of Dr. Yep. Strange. Yes. Um, let's go. Let's go. How freaking cool is that? Huh? Dude, they, I love their interactions on, uh, end game and infinity war. Uh, it was just really good, man. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's they're just oh, we're like using the made up names now. difference in type of character. 
like the difference in type of character and person they are because you know in a lot of ways dr strange is a very like proper and very like kind of uh like wise person in general and like the just spider-man is literally the exact opposite like he is you know very very improper and very you know childish in a lot of ways so it's it's very funny to like see the two the juxtaposition of the two characters yeah which uh, if you guys remember like the the 90s animated tv show like dr strange had a key part in like the spider-verse storyline on there so i don't know if they're gonna start maybe dabbling into the spider-verse um because i mean I think, I mean, with Jimmy Fox's uh, return to the, yeah. the MC, uh, Spider-Man universe uh, leads me to believe that there could be a cross-dimension or cross-studio uh, talk. Yeah, so, yeah. probably. So let's, let's see. Maybe Doctor Strange is the key to all that. Yeah. I mean, would, be if somebody was going to be, yeah, he would make exactly. the most sense. Yeah. Exactly. So, of course, also on Twitter today, there's a ton. Now, this isn't the first time this has been rumored. We might have even talked about this at some point on our podcast, but there's also more and more rumors that Toby Maguire and Andrew uh, Garfield, right. Are both. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are both rumored to be a part of the film as well. So none of that will be shocking at all. I hope if it does happen that they don't do what they did with civil war and announcing, you know, Spider-Man to the MCU. Keep I, it under wraps until the movie yeah, actually releases. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would really hope that, but, um, I mean, it'll be it'll be really hard, but I mean, I think it would be awesome if they could keep it under wraps, and then just like all of a sudden, it's like bam, like all three of them. He just opens two portals, and then yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire walk through, and you're like, "What the?" Exactly. Like That'd I don't know, epic. like Tom Holland is getting just like beat down, and yeah. then he opens two portals and you just like web sling in to just have like a three on one battle with whoever Holland is fighting. Yeah, man, that'd, that'd be incredible. Be, yeah, it'd be great. And then he gets his he gets his Peter tingle, and he knows that someone else is there. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man! So, uh, and when is that supposed? That's supposed to come out in a couple years, right? That's not like soon. You no, it's not soon. No, they haven't. They haven't even started filming yet. They're going to film next month. So, oh wow, okay, all right. Uh, let's see. Speaking of filming. And speaking of uh, movies being a long time from now, um, you like that really rig- uh, rigid transition there, Justin? Um, oh, absolutely. I love our, it. Our topic tonight. You really tell we're pros. Yeah, man. Our topic tonight for our main spotlight, we are going to be talking about uh, something that we've talked about a l- little bit here and there, different times with news articles that we've reported on. But this is gonna get this gets the main spotlight tonight. We are gonna be talking about the movie gen, movie industry as a whole as a whole, and specifically how everything it seems like is getting so delayed. Uh, this is gonna feel more like just us ranting. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Um, normally, here's here's a good example. What what we'll take we'll uh, take you behind the scenes a little bit here. You know, pull back the curtain a bit for just about every main spotlight topic we have. A motto has notes. Now, I'm imagining you don't have notes tonight. Or am I wrong? I do not have any notes. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so this is, this is my point. This is my point. So get, you know, get, let our listeners know that a little bit behind the scenes. You always have notes. You always have a notepad with you. 
And tonight, we're just talking about how frustrated we are. <laughs> we're having a discussion. That's what we're going to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very open-ended discussion. Yeah. So, Because, I, if, I mean, essentially, like, our entire uh, podcast is about, like, like, pop culture, geek culture, and a lot of influences in the movie industry. And yeah. so that really affects us personally as far as uh, in our personal lives and now in our podcast lives. Yeah. So. How are we supposed to get monetized if there's no movies coming out? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't remember when it was that me and Justin took Anthony to Taco Bell and talked to him about starting this podcast. I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was many months, many moons ago, um, mm-hmm. before, you know, it was probably early in this year, well before COVID. Well, and, yeah. and, excuse me, well before COVID completely shutting down our country obviously covid began in november what roughly october maybe but anyways uh we kind of had this talk where we were like hey we, we want to launch this podcast and i'll never forget because we said we really want to launch it around the time that black widow comes out remember that guys because the whole oh, idea yeah. the yeah. whole idea was us for, for for us to go to a movie theater on a thursday night for a re- opening night and then either later that evening, later that night, or the next evening, doing a review. And we've only gotten to do that twice, right? We did that with New Mutants and then Tenet um, in terms of going to a theater. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. When I was there, I was like, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. We should probably slow down. But I was like, well, not, when, when we were there for those two movies, I was like, man, we're back in the game. But, <laughs> you know, there was also seven people in the whole theater on like the first night. Right. So I think Although, a lot. Of- I, I don't know how much that would have meant for New Mutants, but definitely for Tenet. Tenet would have had to bump numbers <laughs> oh, for, for that. Sure. It would have had to better numbers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, anyways, let's just have an open discussion, guys. How y'all feeling right now? Yeah, man. Uh, you know me. I love movies. Um, I'm a. Uh, I was a proud owner of the uh, Regal Unlimited plan, where I could just you know pop into any day, any time of the day, and just see whatever movie was playing that I wanted to see. Uh, nope. and that has been taken away from me. That is gone now. And, uh, I, I kind of feel a little, a little hurt about it, but, uh, yeah. I get it. I understand the big picture, but, uh, my movie going self is all very, very deprived. And I feel like, like that's my time, yeah. you know, the movie theater is my time and, uh, yeah. it's been taken away from me. So yeah, yeah. that's how I feel now right now. You gotta now. spend more time with your children. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> how dare, yeah, I know. Right. How dare the movie theater force me to do that? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There were a bunch of times where I was I was really, really close to getting the Regal Pass or getting Movie Pass or so, something along the lines of that so that I could go watch movies whenever I wanted to and things of that nature. But, you know, I just – I could never really pull the trigger on it myself. But, yeah, it's just – it's hard not being able to go to movies because, you know, the last couple of years, I mean, average going to – I don't know, like 15, maybe 20 movies a year, you know, at least, you know, so it's like, and now, I mean, I've probably been to maybe five this year. Um, so like, that's really cut into it, you know? Yeah, of course. And it's just yeah. crazy. Justin, how many uh, times did you see Tenet in theaters? Twice? I saw Tenet twice, yes. Good for you, good for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because you said today, uh, tonight, that this is the last night that Regal is yeah. open for the rest of the year? That's Yeah, rest of the year. Regal shut down the rest of the year. AMC has officially shut down the rest of the year. So 
Uh, and what's what's causing that is is Hollywood and uh, their decision to push back their big remaining blockbusters on the slate. Um, so, for example, 007, No Time to Die, has officially been moved to 2021, and it's, I believe, April 2021. Jeez. And uh, Wonder Woman has... Uh, well, as of right now, Wonder Woman is, it says it's staying at December 25th, but they may be um, pondering the option of releasing it digitally. Uh, that's what I so, heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, but those, and then Dune. Dune is supposed to be a huge, massive movie coming out in December, and it was officially pushed back to 2021. So, those are the three. Uh, they did give us a date for that, but I do not currently have it in front of me, but I do believe it was either April or May. Uh, but one of those. Yeah. For Dune? Actually, no. You want, I think it was maybe Dune, October, actually. Yeah, October. Yeah, it was never mind. Yeah, a October. Weird, it's like oh end of gosh. October. It's like kind of like, that's a weird time to release a movie as well. It's a weird yeah. time slot. Bro, but, that's, uh, a, that's a year from now. I know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a year yeah. from yeah. now, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so this, these move, and because Dune got moved to October of next year, which was supposed to be the release date for The Batman, uh, is Batman got pushed back to 2022 because they didn't want to compete with Dune. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one is kind of, that, that one's annoying because it's like, it, it's not even because of everything that's happening. It is literally because something else is getting moved into a time, its time slot. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's like a great TV show getting canceled because they wanted to move something else into that time slot. And it's not because this TV show is necessarily doing bad. It's just, they want something else there. So that's kind of, that's annoying getting, getting pushed, pushed around like that. Um, I mean, I understand that that's how the movie industry works and that they mm-hmm. kind of like, they're constantly trying to maneuver so that even though they're not working together and movie studios don't want to work together, they, they work together a little bit. They, they, they kind of have an understanding with each other to where they're like, they understand that it is advantageous for them and lots of times to avoid other major movies being released by this, by other, um, by other studios. So essentially like what decision these movie studios, uh, make next is going to change how we receive movie, new movies come on going forward. So this really has a, an opportunity for the digital platform to be the main way of viewing movies now, whether it's, uh, premium pay per demand, I guess, like uh, like they did with Mulan, where you had to pay a little extra yeah. on the subscription. Um, like uh, Wonder Woman, um, when it's scheduled to come out, if they decide to do digitally, it's going to be released to HBO Max. And I'm willing to believe that it's going to be a premium pay on HBO Max as well. So, Oh, yeah, it's got to be. HBO is also the best at, like, it already knows that market. So, you know, the idea of charging people extra for our service they're already getting yeah, yeah. Dude, good point. So what I that's crazy to me. Like I don't know. When you said the Batman is gonna be pushed back into twenty twenty two, I can't wrap my mind around that. I mean yeah. it's really only gonna be like five months, but it's just ridiculous that it is. Yeah, but that's it was gonna come out in October and then it's gonna come yeah, it's coming it's, out in like March. No, it's instead. from right now it's it's a year and a half away. Literally. Yep. <laughs> and they just released a trailer for it too. Man, that yeah, thing, they, they, be, they better make that yep. the most beautiful looking movie ever if, they, if it's a year and a half from now. Yeah. I, don't know, I, mean, I don't think beautiful is a good thing for it. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what I meant. Um, 
So here's, here's something I have a question about. Um, do you guys have any indication for if Mulan was successful in terms of making money? Like, cause I'm wondering like, no. All right. Well, let me get my question out and then I want to hear what you guys have to say. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, for a lot of, I don't know how long now, but Justin, I remember a few years ago, I was talking about like, would movies ever like going to the movie theater ever stop because Netflix had begun making movies and Hulu making movies and all these you can get movies now on apple tv and something called quibi whatever the heck that is and all this stuff you know what i'm saying <laughs> we'll see how yeah, long that lasts yeah and, and i always wondered like man are, are they ever going to get away from people going to the theaters um if there was ever a time where theaters would die forever it's going to be in the next you know six to twelve months um, oh yeah absolutely i hope it doesn't happen but let me ask you this assuming that you know, theaters will come back if there's a vaccine and we get back to life as normal. Um, like how successful was Mulan and does that, does that kind of incentivize any of these? It sounds like Wonder Woman might be released digitally, but any other movies to be released digitally as opposed to waiting for them to be in theaters again. So does that make sense on a mask? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so I think, Wonder Woman was, I mean, not Wonder, Mulan was a, a minor success because the it has sparked the Wonder Woman talks of being released digitally. Um, so I don't think Wonder Woman would be considering this if Mulan wasn't at least a partial success. Um, I think the the main issue with with Mulan was you you really couldn't track how many people who don't own Disney Plus were sharing Disney Plus. Like, yeah, I think if you could quantify how many um, like actual people um we're watching um and and i guess putting their money to watch i guess i don't know because you i mean yeah because you like i mean we watched it all at my house so i mean <laughs> yeah i paid we, for it and we all I, watched it so exactly yeah i mean yeah uh, i mean yeah so, I technically mean, they didn't yeah. make the full amount of money that they could have possibly made which would be like all three of us paying for it to watch it on our own so i mean so, like i said six dollars right yeah exactly so uh, so I mean, but a part of it had to been successful to for a big uh, movie like Wonder Woman to even consider going on digitally. So yeah, well, I think one of the I think one of the things that is uh, that has to be talked about is the fact that um, if you just look at the money for Mulan, I mean, it was never going to make money the, like the way that a movie normally makes money um, in the sense that once it was released in streaming. It wasn't because of what you were saying with the sharing. Yeah, um, I feel like they so should have like, counted views. Like maybe they should be find a way to conduct how many views, and then they can I don't know they can kind of yeah. pitch to their their almost uh, do like a financial backing system. Yeah, they can be like, hey, yeah, we had yeah. this many views, which it technically could collate to X amount of million of dollars. Uh, so we want to keep keep putting this kind of content out in order to. I mean, so yeah. they could have done it that way, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of, I guess, the direction you would have to go into um, is views or whatever you're going into um, and maybe even get into like, oh, this many people watched it more than once. Like that could mean something like that. But but I do think that like in the traditional sense of how much movie the movie actually made, it was always going to lose money um, just because of the fact that, you know, people are sharing stuff. It's being at home. You know, for movie theaters, it's also losing money because of the fact that people are not buying concessions now. 
and they're not, you know, they're not, you know, do, doing the rest of the stuff that's at the mall before they go to the, um, before they go to the movie, you know, they're not going to, uh, the, they're not going to the restaurants that are around the mall to spend the money there to, you know, you know, build the economy that way and th- things like that. So, you know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be money lost in this setup when you're doing this whole streaming service instead. Yeah. Regal has reported that they've lost $1.6 billion. Oh my God. So yeah, the movie theater industry is hurting. Um, yep. on the, by based on the decisions that the movie industry, like the studios and stuff are making. So yeah, uh, the, the industry wants the more of the money, obviously that's why they're pushing these movies back, but yeah. uh, they're really taking, not taking into consideration what it's doing to the movie theater, the outlet that they have currently set up for distributing their film. So yeah, they must them? be thinking about it. No, I can't. No, you really can as far as like business wise, but they must be thinking of something as far as like digitally to, or amping up the idea of going digitally. Maybe, I don't know. Like yeah. you, they have to be willing to change if they're willing to just completely throw out their uh, outlet to what they currently have for distributing movies. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I would well, love I to think- know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you can go. I got a, something to say after that, but yeah. Well, I was going to kind of change the topic a little bit, so. Okay. Well, basically what I was going to say is one of the hardest parts for the movie in, the movie theater industry right now is the perception that they have and the fact that people feel when they go to the movies that they're getting ripped off. You know, when you go to the movie theater, I feel like a lot of people, part of the reason why they don't go is they feel like they're getting ripped up. They feel like they're paying too much money for their tickets. They're paying way too much for the um, the food and drinks. And then, you know, it's just, it adds up to this, you know, uh, huge amount of money that they're paying for something that they don't feel like it is worth it. So there's a huge opportunity here for if theaters can, or not theaters, but um but the studios can figure out another way to get these movies to the people. People, this isn't an industry that people necessarily want to save. You know, if they feel like they can get it in another way, they may want, they, they may be much more open to saying, you know what, you know, that can just be a novelty thing instead of the thing that is the predominant nature. Yeah. It's, it's true about the concessions. I mean, just when we went to go see tenant, I was like going to get a drink or something, or maybe it was uh Maybe it was when we went to see New Mutants, and I think a large no. So you had small, medium, large. I yeah. think the small was like six dollars and fifty cents for a small, and then the medium was six dollars and seventy five cents, and then the large was seven. And it's like, yeah. bro, if I'm already gonna pay six fifty for a small, you might as well get that seven. <laughs> yeah, and that's how they do yep. it. That's how they do it. So I mean, I I do understand that. I mean. Yeah, but I, I guess I just hope personally, and I know you guys agree with this too. Oh man, I just hope that the movie industry, in terms of going to the movie theaters, doesn't die out. Man, I will be so sad if if it dies out completely because of all this uh, pandemic yep. stuff, man. I mean, yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's 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 one of those things. It's almost like like a coal mining industry. It's like you know, it has such like a bad name to it that it's like. I mean, if coal mining were to really stop, would people be all that mad at the fact that coal mining stopped? You know, that type of thing. That's totally different. Nobody goes to coal mines to watch them and enjoy them. So it's a lot <laughs> yeah, different. True. It's a lot different. <laughs> but I appreciate the effort on that analogy there. Let me ask you this. Do you guys know how, uh, how much money Tenet made? Like, I, I have no idea to, to know how successful 
it was. Um, I, I know it made nowhere near as much as it, it had been projected to before this uh, virus. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, obviously was very discouraging for the, for the film industry because they made the decision to pull all their big blockbusters and uh, didn't want to take that, that loss, that cut. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, especially Tenet. Tenet was one of those films where they just kept throwing money at uh, Christopher Nolan and he just kept making and making a try to make a good movie which i mean obviously we yeah. really love that movie so he succeeded in making a great film however the response as far as people getting their butts to the seats it was not there so um nope. that, that definitely hurt for sure it's really funny to me i saw one of the commercials on tv promoting tenant and it was talking about now the number one movie in the world and i thought how many what are there like three movies right now you know yeah. <laughs> oh well, well, it's like when people were talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, because it was like the, Sonic was like the last one of the last movies to big movies to be released and be somewhat profitable, yeah. you know, before everything shut down. And everyone was talking about how big that was and how it was like the number one movie and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I see it made like three hundred seven million dollars. Tenant. Wow. That's yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure Sonic made three hundred five. I think is what. The, yeah. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Which the big problem there is it didn't even double its money, which is not good because it had like a $200 million budget. And if you don't double your money for like a Christopher Nolan entity like that, that's not a good, that's not seen yeah. as something, you know, well, super big. obviously there's, they get a pass in light of everything that went down, but it's just sad. I do think they'll me. make a lot of that back uh, or not a lot of it, but they'll make a good bit of it back when it gets released on either like Blu-ray digital or something in that for having it in the home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see definitely an increase once it gets on, becomes more accessible and at the at the home, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just—I it, mean—it's a crazy time, and what, like I said, the industry is just not that. Like people just don't like the the industry when it goes to the actual movie part of it. You talking about the coal mining industry? <laughs> yeah, no one likes coal mining. <laughs> yeah. So no, but oh, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it, Tyrell. Go ahead. I was going to talk about Black Widow. So I was getting ready to say MCU. So right. yeah, so let's let's talk about MCU. You, you go ahead and kick it off. So uh, MCU overall, uh, based on just probably tenants numbers, was like you know what, f it, let's just move our entire scheduling slate back, including Black Widow, which now has moved back to 2021 May, and uh, that's a full year from its original release date. Yep. Um, and so the entire slate got pushed back. So um movies that we would have been seeing already like um eternals which would be released was supposed to be released in november of this year and then february uh-huh. which was uh shang chi was in february 2021 those movies are all pushed back so uh black widow in may will be the first release of uh what are we on phase four now or or phase five or whatever i don't know what are we on i don't even know it's four yeah, exactly okay good so phase four is going to begin with um black widow in may 2021 and now everything else is like just back man this is insane so wow. obviously that's a yeah. big hit uh to the fandom i mean we are going to go well over a year without seeing a marvel movie well well over a year yeah so Jeez. yeah it's gonna be crazy because you know like you know god it's already been it's already been a year since the last Marvel movie, like the last now. Marvel movie was over a year ago already. It was July, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Far, Far from home, July. July. Yep. Jeez, man, I didn't even. Yeah, and then just thinking about how that affects 
uh, I do have a theory to talk about that, which in a second, but just think, think how that affects all the Disney plus shows too. I mean, cause they're all supposed to be kind of, I mean like WandaVision, we just got a trailer for it, but WandaVision yeah. is supposed to, from what I heard, lead right into Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, which who knows when the heck that's supposed to be released now. Right, exactly. And then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come after the Black Widow, and so that's not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, how are these all going to interact now and, you know, all that kind of stuff. They had this timeline set up, and it's just not going to work out anymore. You know, like they're going to figure out either ways to, you know, just cover stuff up or re rework storylines or, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with a lot of it. Tell you the truth. It's like, Hey, I mean, what are we going to do here? Well, see, I see um, with them pushing their entire slate back. I don't know if they're going to rework storylines. I just think they're just going to delay the storylines and how they are released. Um, Okay. Cause I feel like they probably have uh, a very uh, like, you know, Marvel, the whole end game storyline from the infinity saga from beginning to end. Um, they probably have another saga set up right now for the start of this phase four and they want, they like it and they want to keep it going. And so therefore the only way to do that is to push the entire slate back. So that's true. So we'll see how everything works out with that. Hey, can I see? Go go ahead. No, 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 you got it. I was just going to start like some of the other movies that are going to be pushed back and everything like that. It's just like, it's ridiculous, you know? Um, you know, like Venom being pushed back and, you know, the guilty pleasure that is the Godzilla franchise right now. <laughs> yeah. The monster Godzilla universe. Kong, yeah. Pushed yes. back. So all that kind of stuff, you know, is going to be really interesting just to see how everything gets pushed back and how, you know, I don't know how everything interacts and where the movie industry is going to be when everything opens back up, you know? I just, See, I here's mean, my I just thing, though. Know. Like, what if the movie industry doesn't doesn't <laughs> open back up, and these movies that have been pushed back that have already been completed, they're just delaying, and they're going to keep delaying, and then what? Are like they're going to finally make a decision someday to really release it digitally when we could have it like now? Like, Black Widow is completed; it's done. 007 yeah. is completed; it's done. F9 is completed and done. Like, they're pushing yeah. all this back, and we're waiting. I mean, uh, they got to man. I do not want these movies coming out on digital. I don't. I'd rather wait. I really would. I really would rather wait, man. What about the idea of uh, the reemergence of the drive-in theater? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a great idea, but I don't know if that's how the you'd kind be of able money. To do that. I don't know if that's the kind of money that. I mean, the is they all, how... most of them shut down and then they destroyed them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, if you heard, but I think either. I think it's either this October, actually, or I believe like Walmart's. We're going to start yeah, showing Walmart. movies um, in their parking uh, yeah, lot. Yeah, in their parking lots. So, like, I mean, there's places to be able to do it. You know, you can always find random places and like that. And if like place like Walmart wanted to do that, um, you know, especially with right now with Walmart closing, actually, you know, it'd be a lot easier. It's like okay, so. We just have, a, you know, a movie on either side of the parking lot. And you have two movies going on right now, you know? <laughs> or crazy. why not these shut down movie theaters like AMC parking lots and Regal parking lots? Just Yeah. Like if you can find a way in, yeah, yeah. to do it. Yeah. 
to, to, to do that. Yeah. You, you could totally do that. Um, you know, it'd be, it'd be one of those things where you pretty much have to wait until like dark to be able to do any of those things, but that would also cut some of your overhead in a lot of ways. Cause you know, you're not having a building, uh, occupied for, you know, I mean, really who goes, except for people like us who goes to the movies in the middle of the day, you know, <laughs> like yeah, good point. Those 12 o'clock, at 12 o'clock showing on a Tuesday, it's not going to be the most filled up, you know, movie theater. It's going to be, you know, random people who it's not really probably even worth it because, you know, for them, because, you know, yeah, you're maybe making some money, but, you know, you, then you got to have somebody go behind and clean behind there. You have to have people working there, working the, the, the uh, concessions, all that stuff. So, I mean... It, it is an interesting idea. Like, it's just something I thought of, you know, what if they decide to go, you know, back to like a drive-through idea? Or, I mean, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that. Obviously it's, it's more of just, um, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like so much work when hopefully there's going to be a vaccine somewhat soon. I mean, I don't know if that's actually going to happen or how close we actually are, but yeah. Or how many people will actually take it once yeah. it's actually brought out. Exactly, exactly. Which, do I need to now that I have COVID? I don't know. Um, am I going to be immune from it when I'm done? I don't know. I hope so. I oh. still have not. Uh, they not. still have not brought out a definitive idea about whether you can catch it twice. Yay. Joy. So here's the thing. I think <laughs> there's, a, there's an opportunity for one industry to capitalize off of all this. And... I do think the quality in television shows that are about to be released has an opportunity to capitalize big time. Yeah. So uh, as long as television quality like remains high, like you have a chance to gain viewership through like streaming uh, like platforms like HBO Max and Netflix and stuff like that. Um, while the movie industry is kind of taking a backseat until 2021, you pump out some really good content streaming um, TV shows and get people yeah. hooked that way. Like yeah, man, Disney true. plus is still going to go with Mandalorian Mandalorian season two is coming out and Ooh. we're counting down to it, man. I mean, yep. trust me, I'm freaking pumped for that, man. And uh, as long as it's good quality, I mean, it's going to gain uh, viewers uh, who may have uh, gone to mo- see a movie that day rather than watching the premiere of Mandalorian season two. Yep. So just the thing about that, like the extra, the extra people coming in to watch your, your TV show because it's good quality. That's going to be awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, which I think is an interesting idea. The only downside I will say is TV shows were kind of pumping out their stuff over like the summer and pushing stuff up. So it'll be interesting to see because they're going to be – they're just now starting up again. So how much have they depleted their current reserves – when this is coming up, you know, because yeah, there was true. that huge hole where there where no one was shooting and TV shows were still coming out, even though the movie theater, the movies were holding back, you know? So, I mean, how much have we seen of their reserves on TV? You know, you know, how many girl, you know, the, you know, the things like the last dance getting pushed up and things, things like that, you know, how many of those things, you know, are now leaving a hole later in their schedule where they, they, they're just not going to be able to fill until later on. So definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I know, I know uh, studios are back filming TV shows now. 
you're getting you're getting tweets, you're getting Instagram posts of uh, TV shows. Uh, they're wearing masks yeah. behind the scenes, or then they go and they interact, and they're kind of in like a bubble, like the NBA a little bit. And yeah. uh, they're they're back at it. They're filming their they're filming their shows, trying to do the best. I know the editing companies are probably trying to work or like double time to try to get that stuff um, yeah, quick quickly produced so they can get it um, yeah. out there for us. So. A lot, a lot going on into TV right now. So, like I said, yeah. they have the biggest opportunity to capitalize off of the movie industry's kind of shut down, really, if you want to put it that way. Hey, can, yeah. can you guys let me geek out real quick on something? Go for it, bro. So, check this out. So, here's, here's a thought I just had. Uh, maybe one, I don't want to call this a positive, but nobody's really talked about this. I think I might have mentioned this to you guys one time off the pod. All right, so take, take it back to Endgame, okay? So when Avengers Endgame comes out, do you remember when they, they went forward in time five years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Every, everything about um, the, the MCU, with the exception of Spider-Man Homecoming, <laughs> every date that they used like, in the MCU was the actual date in real time as well. And we know that because when Endgame, when they went back in time to the Battle of New York, they went back to 2012. It said it in the film. And that movie right. actually came out in 2012. When they went back to, um, I think, Thor Ragnar, or excuse me, Thor The Dark World, they, put, they flashed up 2013. And I think similarly, that came out in 2013. So they were, they were consistent with time throughout the whole MCU, again, with the exception of Homecoming. Um, anyways, now that Endgame's over... Like the current time in the MCU is 2023. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if everything keeps getting pushed back, we're almost moving <laughs> closer and closer to the actual time in the MCU. By the time these things come out, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that so? Endgame literally mm-hmm. like ended movie theaters, mm-hmm. and yeah. therefore everything's coming back to what I'm trying to say is Kevin Feige. It's all conspiracy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Totally. Just. Feige. I mean, yeah. I mean, if someone had the if someone had the ability to do that, it would be the the uh, Mickey Mouse company right there like somebody's gonna mess with the literal fabrics of time and how they deal in life it's gonna be Disney. i just want to say that anthony's comments are his own and do not reflect how the royal geek podcast thinks about (laughs) that company or any other company uh but no it is kind of funny to think about that you know like i mean because i always wondered like how are they gonna maybe they just ignore it and just pretend like they don't they don't ever address time anymore but they've all they've been so consistent with it, and I thought it would be nice to somehow get back to. And you know, it was perfect because they have Black Widow, which it kind of exists outside of time because it's like a prequel. Right. So it's like yeah. the the next movie, and and then Eternals that could happen at any point in the MCU timeline. And then what's after that? Uh, Shang Chi or is it Doctor Strange? Yeah, it's Shang Chi after okay. that. Okay, and that's an origin story that could that could have been in the past too. Doctor Strange is a multiverse movie. Who the heck knows what that means? So it's like, yeah. if you think about it, by the time we get to a quote-unquote current MCU, like, happening, everything that you see on the screen is happening after Endgame. Like, things with Shang-Chi and Eternals. Like, some of those movies could be way in the past in the MCU. And by the time we get, like, we really could be in, like, 2023 by the time we get to a movie that is, like... A current act- timeline. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if, like, wow. Endgame 
mess with the timeline in the MCU and the real world. That's just wild, man. That's a real conspiracy look right there. You got got going there. I'm going to get on Reddit tonight and <laughs> going Dude, on Marvel Studios yeah. and They'd do it, man. Going to throw. Yeah, I think people will probably lose their mind. About that. I think that's going to cause a thread to continue so much. I have to open a second thread. I'm mm. pretty sure that's what's going to happen. That would be amazing. That would be mm. a humbling experience for me. All right. So let's kind of wrap this up. Is there any, any other th- closing thoughts on the movie industry and uh, just movie theaters? Anything else you guys want to say before we kind of wrap things up? See, so I really, I mean, this kind of conversation is, uh, is talking about it. Will the movie theaters kind of die? Like, I really hope not. That's, that's my, that's my, my, my thoughts here is that I really hope the movie theater industry can survive this. And I really hope they can come back and strong. Uh, but I, it's really going to depend on the people and how the people feel about going back to the theaters and, and being in groups of people and that kind of thing. But, um, I mean, selfishly, yes, I just want it back for my own, my own well-being. But uh, I, I really don't want to see them die. That's, that's just overall yeah. my overall thought. Uh, well, I hope that this is overall an experience that the movie theaters see as a reason to uh, rebuild their relationship with their customer base. You know? Like, you know, reinvest itself. They're that, you know, that boyfriend that, you know, you know, was terrible, didn't text their back, didn't text back, you know, never called, never remembered your birthday, you know, (laughs) always made you pay. And now this is their opportunity to be like, I recognize I did you wrong, you know, and, you know, it's their opportunity to show that they still deserve a place in the in the economy, in the moviegoer's life, instead of just being a streamer's. So that, that is kind of the positive that I'm hoping to see out of this. Like, I really don't want to see, like, movie theaters end at all, or any in nature. But the one positive I could see is them reinvesting in their customer base. What about you, T-Roll? How are you feeling about this? No, I mean, I'm mostly just sad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm mostly just been waiting to see Black Widow for, like, seven years now. Because they should have should have come out with it a long time ago. That's a whole other topic. Uh, disappointed. We should have watched what 007, What uh, six months ago now? Supposed to come out in April. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. wild, man. You know yep. what I'm saying? And so now, yep. and now we're not going to see it until next year. And then you're telling me I'm not going to be able to see the Batman until 2022. I'm going to be 30 by the time that comes out. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, I don't. I don't even know what that would feel like to be 30 <laughs> when that would come out with. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'd already be 30. Oh, yeah, so you will know. <laughs> no uh, matter Justin, what. Justin, you're probably going to have like two more kids by then. I mean. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Well, maybe, who knows? Wow. <laughs> actually, actually, the math wouldn't add up on that. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe one more. Anyways, yeah. or you get twins. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky. Yeah, Robbie. we're just, no. just going to go ahead and cut this off. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm mostly sad. Mostly sad, so. Let's do this. Uh, before we get out of here, do you guys have any uh, recommendations for anything to, for our viewers or listeners to watch? Well, uh, I mean, lots of streaming opportunities now for myself included. So um, I'm kind of late to this, uh, this viewing and late to the show. Um, but I finally, uh, I got an HBO Max subscription now. I'm no longer binging uh, freely off of Shimato. I am now on my own and I've started watching the Watchmen TV show on HBO. And nice. It is pretty fantastic, man. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, halfway through, 
Um, I should finish it probably in the next three days or so. Um, but it's high quality television. Like I'm talking about, like they have a chance of capitalizing on, uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. I'm enjoying every second of it. Good deal. Yeah. Shimano, uh, you got anything? I do actually. Um, so it's actually also something that's on HBO max right now. Um, it is a, it's a documentary, but it's told in kind of a kind of quirky way. It's called class action park. Um, and it's about like this, um, water park that was in New Jersey in the eighties, um, just outside of New York city. And it was just like this crazy place where like regulations went out the window. It was one of the largest water parks in the world. And it was like before water parks, like were really a thing. So it was just like, it was just like, there, there was no regulations. They did whatever they wanted. It was, it was done in a, in a very comical way as well. In the sense of like, kind of the storytelling I mean, it's a very like serious story and there's some real messed up stuff that happens there but like it's just like a crazy place kind of idea so it was, but it was very interesting but it was very entertainingly done and presented to you awesome good deal all right well i hope our listeners give those give those things they they check them out they i also hope that you guys will subscribe to the pod leave us a review let us know what you think please follow us on twitter at royal geek pod and um we're back baby let's do this we are back yes we are back so uh we're gonna go ahead and sign off and then when we're done here boys we should spend some time talking about kind of what we're gonna be doing next on the pod in the next few weeks so we got a lot to discuss we got a lot to cover uh at least for a little bit of time and then we're gonna have another another uh sad season of no content for a while so (laughs) yeah Mm. Great. Now that we're all sad, let's go ahead and end the pod. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for my good friend, Sandy and Shimato. This is T-Roll saying thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.